all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Hey, look at me. I'm doing a thing. So, ah, I'm then falling over while I'm doing it. But that's a good look. Uh, yeah, so welcome again to the podcast. Uh, this is going to be super short because, I don't know, not a lot's been going on. It's been um, uh, surprisingly uh, quiet. And uh, today's musical guest, of course, is uh, the same people who provide the theme song for this. Uh, and by provide, I mean I just took it and I didn't tell them I was using it. This is uh, laugh- uh, formerly Laughing Stock, now Bright Brown. This is from their first album, The Clown Album. You can't even get it anymore. And this is one of my favorite songs, Gliding. And if I Okay, so let's start off this uh, podcast with movie recommendation. I really loved Ryan Johnson's Glass Onion. Now, if you've been paying attention to this podcast, and I don't know why you would, uh, it, I, I have a, uh, a, a, a history of not liking Ryan Johnson films. Uh, if you go back, there's a episode called Looper, and um, I just shit on that movie for like a half an hour. So, um, and then the Star Wars movie he did, I was like kind of whatever on, and so um, uh, and so Glass Onion though. I I mean I'm now in the Ryan Johnson business, right? Like. Uh, just like with Watchmen and and Damon Lindelof, like after Ryan Johnson did Glass Onion, I thought it was funny. I thought it was interesting. I, I love the, you know, Rashomon of it all. Uh, I yeah, I'm in. And so and so uh, so much so, I started watching uh, a new show he has on Peacock called Poker Face, in which uh, Natasha Leone plays a uh, cocktail waitress who has the ability to tell when someone is lying. So um, uh, a mystery, you know, each, each, it's a mystery of the week. There's only, I think, eight or 10, whatever episodes. And, uh, and I'm, and I mean, it's not as good as Glass Onion. I'm halfway through the first episode. It's interesting. Um, and I'll stick with it. Uh, but anyway, so definitely watch yourself some Glass Onion now streaming on Netflix. Okay, so, um, oh, yeah, so, uh, it's been a minute since we've done, uh, the podcast, so, uh, it's, it's been so long, it's now almost February, uh, but, um, the, it, it, we, I've never discussed New Year's Eve, so, uh, pretty uneventful New Year's Eve, um, and, <laughs> And so, you know, we, we cut the cord uh, with our cable provider for, you know, a long time ago. And so I just assumed some streaming service would be 
providing their uh, New Year's Eve celebration. Nope. Nope. I, I, I think that there is so much money <laughs> on the line. You know, they've, they've got all these performers that they have to uh, arrange for and obviously all the cameras and everything that it's like, they they're not they're not doing dick for for uh, the streaming services. Yeah, yeah, screw you guys. You're on your own. We did find uh, Fox News was doing something, and boy, it was the barest of bare minimums what they were up to. It was really just uh, one guy in a studio and um, another woman on the street, and. It, there was there's no performers there was no music there was no nothing so they would cut to the guy in the studio and he would you know well um, you know it looks like there's a lot of people out there you know, and they're suffering through the cold can't wait to usher in the new year and then he'd throw it to the woman in the on the street what's the mood on the street there and she's like well you know the people are excited and blah 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 and all this stuff and I mean, just, I felt so bad for these people because they had, you know, if, if you look at Ryan Seacrest or Anderson Cooper or all these guys, they've got, they've got to, they've got to fill, I don't know, two minutes out of, you know, every break. And it's fine. And you can talk about, you know, the musical act you just saw or the, this thing that happened. But these people have nothing to talk about, right? It's only the people on the street because they don't have access to any of the other material that I'm sure, I am sure Fox is doing a New Year's Eve celebration, but that, not for these two. These two schlubs, these poor, two poor people have to work New Year's Eve, not on the network, on the streaming service that no one is watching except the three people who live in this house that I am in right now. And at one point, and and <laughs> and you know, I'm 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 sure this happens more than once, but uh, at some point, he he's. Uh, He's, you know, the, the guy in the studio is doing his, you know, best to, like, comment on the people and whatnot. And then he throws it down to the woman in the, in the field, and she gives him literally one sentence of, like, you know, boy, it sure is cold here, Bob. Back to you. And I, <laughs> you can see his face just tighten. Uh, and it just like, I mean, he's just doing everything he can to like keep it together because at the very least, like she could help him out a little bit, right? Like, I mean, but nope, nope, she's done. And now like, she's gonna, she's gonna throw this poor dude under the bus and make him carry the whole nothing of a show. I, I, it was, it was a glorious, simple train wreck. Uh, of, a, of a broadcast. Okay, so now, uh, something that happened just yesterday, I, uh, I went to Costco. Um, I love it there. Uh, piece of advice, if you have more than one Costco near you, pick a Costco, right? 
you cannot double duty your Costco's because um, there is no rhyme or reason to a layout of a Costco, right? It's just, it's just what it is, what it is. And so you just have to learn a Costco because that's the other thing. There's nobody there to tell you where anything is, right? Like if you are lucky, you will find another human being and they're, and the Costco people, very nice, but they, they are not hired there to be uh, giving out directions. They are there to stock things, right? So, so they are not anywhere to be found. You know, if you happen to see somebody stocking a thing, you can run up to them and be like, oh, mister, where are the nuts? I need my nuts. And oh, okay, they're over there. Yeah. So, um, I'm, it's, it's very annoying the way this, this Costco parking lot, I love my Costco, but it's very annoying the way this place is set up because the people with the carts have to cross in front of the people entering the parking lot. And it just backs up traffic because none of the people can get through because it's a constant stream of people either entering the Costco or exiting the Costco. They need a, like a little footbridge or something or a tunnel, I don't know, something so you can get to your car but not impede the traffic. But anyway, so there's a guy, so I'm sitting there watching these people with the carts go by and I noticed that there is one, there is a guy, it's, it's actually a husband and wife team. They're leaving Costco, they've got a cart. They have one item, one item in the cart. It is a bottle of vanilla extract. And now let's break this guy down just a little bit, right? So, <laughs> so I told this story to Miriam and Miriam was like, oh, well, good for them for having this, the restraint to only buy one thing at Costco, right? You know, they, so, so often you go into a place and you're like, oh, I'm just going to get one thing and you wind up with like 20 things and spending $200 and you're like, what the hell happened? But no, not this guy. He's like, I'm getting one bottle of vanilla extract. I know what I want and I'm done. And then I like the idea too that he... This, this trip was so important that he had to bring his wife with him. And like, it's, it, it couldn't be just a trip where he's like, oh, hey, I, I gotta go run out to the Costco and get a, a vanilla extract. It's like, listen, honey, this is really important. We are out of vanilla extract. This is a decision that we, the two of us need to make together. Look, I know, I know, hey, you're the one, I was fine going by myself last time. And then I brought home some other kind of extract or some imitation extract. And you were like, this isn't pure vanilla extract. And I was oh, okay. So look, look, you want to go? Let's, let's go together. It's, it's an important decision. We got to make it together, right? So then the, the, the part of the thing though, that boggles my mind the most is he's, <laughs> He's got this one item, one item vanilla extract in the cart. Why are you taking the cart to your car, right? The re cart return is right next to the exit of Costco. Are you so angry at this bottle of vanilla extract that you're like, fuck you vanilla extract. 
I came here for a color television, but they didn't have the one I wanted. So I'm I'm still take I got this cart and I'm gonna use it. Damn it! And I'm gonna take you as if you were my big screen, my 65 inch color television that I really wanted. And but I I'm I'm still I'm gonna pretend like it's in my cart. And I'm gonna take this cart all the way to my car. Or, or is he just like, ew, vanilla extract, gross. I don't want to touch it. I might get some on me. I'm just going to leave it in the cart. And then in my cart, I've got, I don't know, a gym bag, a rubber glove or something. And I'll pick it up with that. And then, or maybe I'll just pick up the cart and sort of shake. I'll open up the sunroof and I'll just shake the vanilla extract into the bottle out of the, out of the cart and into my car. I mean, I just, just return the cart and put the thing in. I mean, it's not like it's a heavy thing. The thing that weighs half a pound, if that, you know, just take it with you. You're holding your wife's hand. You got one free. I mean, who cares? Have her, have her hold the bottle of extract. That's the other thing. Not only, not only did he not want to hold the vanilla extract, she also chose not to hold it. Right? So there's two people that are doing, are they're up to business. And either that or she wanted to and he was like, no, I got the cart. We're gonna use the cart, even though it's totally unwieldy and annoying and makes the whole thing more difficult. Yep, yep, that's the plan. I got the cart, I'm gonna use it. Okay, dude, sure. So, uh, discussing my job. Oh, wait, I got, well, before we get to my job, I got one other interesting thing. It's kind of crazy how you can live somewhere your whole life and just never do a thing. So, uh, we have, uh, I have, uh, Max Con FunCon friends, uh, visiting from out of town. Uh, Mark and his lovely wife, Anastasia. And uh, they were like, we want to go see the Golden Gate Bridge, damn it. And I was like, okay. And they said, and we want to eat lunch. And I was like, well, that's a reasonable request for sure. And uh, so they were like, well, there's this place that's at the Golden Gate Bridge. And I'm like, really? There is? They're like, yeah. And it's called the Roundhouse Cafe. And it's pretty much just sandwiches and salads. I mean, it's paninis, so it's, you know, a hot sandwich, but okay. Um, and and uh, so I enjoy, I had my hot sandwich and it was very good, but but it's so, it was, it was stellar, right? Like it's right at the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a, it's a, it's a literally a round house. And, and it's, you look out onto the water and the sailboats and it was a super clear, day that day and the sailboats are out and the sun is shining and it was like this is amazing how did i never know this place existed and there's all these like paths and trails that go you know down and around the golden gate bridge and all this stuff and i was like wow this is so cool i you know i'd lived here i lived in san francisco when i was going to college there i've lived near san francisco my entire life um, yeah, never, never been. Okay, so the job. So the job, <laughs> so, um, 
uh, my job, so, so the job previous to this job was I was working for a company that does billing software. And it was my job to help support people in using the billing software. I, you know, if it breaks, you know, I alert the engineers, and if people have trouble figuring it out, then I can help them. And that job sucked. But then this new job, they reached out to me and they said, hey, we use this billing software. Do you wanna work where we are with us? To, because you already know how the billing software works? And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh-huh. Um, and so I have been. Now, here's the rub. Um, the billing software is a little funky and um, the way we do our billing is we bill everybody all at once on the first day of the month. And there is five, four, well, four of us that are in charge of this billing day activities. And it is crazy stressful and it sucks ass. Uh, and uh, at, at every month, first of the month, there is a person who is in charge of billing day activities. And on February 1st, on Wednesday, today is Sunday, on Wednesday, it will be my turn to run the run book of 60 some odd steps uh, to generate millions of dollars in invoices for our customers. So yes, it is going to be very stressful. I'm not looking forward to it. My boss keeps telling me every day, she's like, you know, you're not gonna be on your own. There's people who've been here longer and they'll help you through it and all this stuff. But still, but still, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> I really don't want to do this. Um, yeah, it's, um, I, I left the last job because of the stress level. And I get it, you know, this job, it's like, okay, one day out of the month, it's gonna be stressful. And you're not gonna be on billing duty every month, you know, it's gonna rotate between the four people. So you're only gonna be doing it three times a year. But God, I really, I really just want a job that's less stress, right? A lot of money, a lot of money, less stress. That's what I want. Like, and, and you look at like jobs like Trader Joe's where you have to deal with the public and people are screaming at you. It's like, that to me is high stress and medium money, right? Like I'd, it would certainly be less money than what I'm making now. So I don't want to do that. I just, I just want the one where, and, and the other thing is I want the job where I understand how everything works. Oh, this is, this is probably my favorite, uh, laughing stock song. It's, um, oh, it's, it's appropriate that we're playing it now, seeing that it is January. This is uh, a song that he wrote called uh, Girl Named January. And obviously there is no Girl Named January. It is just um, a song talking about how you start over at the beginning of every year, kind of with a optimism and a clean slate that things will be better. By the time we reach 
And that was the whole thing about starting this job, was it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be stress-free. It was supposed to be, you know, no long hours, good live-work balance, all that stuff. And now it's just like, uh, it's just sullied again. Ugh, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. And then every, every time I get into one of these jobs, I just keep thinking to myself, like, God, is there some sort of freelance thing that I could do that somebody would... Is there some sort of service I could provide? I just, I, I don't know. I just, and, and I think the worst part of it all, this is the worst part of it all, is I, I have to work here, right? I have to have a job and I'm deathly afraid of getting fired because every time I try to get another job, it's really hard to get another job. And I don't want to go into a job like I used to have that was crazy stressful. So it's it's messed up, right? Like I'm I, I, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. And if I get fired from doing it, then I, I'm I'm a, I'm you know, I'm I'm anxious about doing the job and I'm anxious about getting fired from the job. So it's just like, <laughs> it's a no win either way. I honestly think though, I am more anxious about getting fired from the job than anything else. Um, because yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I can't go back into support. I just, it's, it's too much stress. And I honestly blame, I mean, my blood pressure is under control now and I 100% blame that other job for raising it. I, I'm sure that's what it was because he, none of this bullshit started until I started working at, at that last job. <sighs> All right, well, look, I don't want to leave on a bummer. I got one more song left. Um, but so let's talk about the new Avatar movie. Now, this is kind of a bummer. Uh, I have not seen it. I will not see it. I refuse to see it. Uh, and and what what drives me crazy about this new... I, I, I encourage you to go look up the, uh, the plot of the new Avatar, The Way of Water movie. I hated the, the plot of the first movie. It's just Pocahontas in space. Um, they do, there's just, I, I'm not going to rehash it. There's an, yet again, another whole podcast episode about that. But this movie has already made, the new, the new one has made $2 billion already. It hasn't even been out that long. It's made $2 billion. And what the soul crushing thing is, it is clear that people do not give a shit about plot, including the man who made the movie. They only care about pretty pictures. And what's really sad is James Cameron, the man who wrote and directed both Avatar movies, he made some of my favorite movies. He made the Terminator, the Terminator 2, uh, the second Alien Aliens movie. I mean, th those are like all th those three movies are tremendous movies. They are some of the best movies ever made. And then 
something happened to James Cameron. He, he devolved into madness and, and just, I don't know, he just, he just didn't care. He was like, he just became obsessed with underwater filming of things and and that just became his obsession and then he was just like well i just want to put a camera underwater but jimmy shouldn't we care about the script i'm not listening to you i only care about underwater footage that's all that matters now take that and even more bonkers than that I heard an interview with Sigourney Weaver, and now I know what you're saying. Wait a minute, didn't Sigourney Weaver die at the end of the previous movie? Yes, she did. Uh, is she in the new uh, Avatar movie? Yes, she is. Well, how can that be? I don't know, man. I ain't gonna see it. Um, it's not important. It doesn't matter. Clearly, the script doesn't matter. None of it matters. But I heard her being interviewed, and she said that Cameron... Like, I'm reading between the lines, but basically Cameron is so obsessed with shooting underwater, but yet he's creating a 100% CG movie. So why do you need to shoot underwater? Like, there is no underwater. It's all fake. But yet he is so obsessed with it. He brought in a Navy SEAL to teach the cast of the movie free diving and he got it to the point where Sigourney Weaver could hold her breath underwater for six minutes. Yes, six minutes. Now, I, I know what you're saying is, how is that possible? Um, when I'm choking myself out while masturbating, I can last, you know, 90 seconds tops, right? Uh, it's because he would have them huff I don't know, it was, I think she said it was like 70% pure oxygen. So for those of you who don't know, you know, the air that we breathe is not that much oxygen. I, I don't know, it's like 20, 30% oxygen. It's a lot of other stuff, nitrogen and carbon and other things in the air. But, so she was huffing, a, you know, super concentrated oxygen which, you know, if you do that and you uh, hyper-oxygenate your blood, I guess you just don't need that much of, uh, uh, you don't need to breathe as much. Okay, fine, but still, why? <laughs> it's all fake, it's all pretend, and James Cameron has lost his mind. So, um, you know, but... I'm sure James Cameron's answer to my rant is, hey dude, it made $2 billion. And I'm like, yeah, but Jimmy, don't you, don't you wanna make a good movie? You don't, you don't wanna just make a movie that like makes money because making money isn't a quality, isn't a benchmark of good. It's just, a, it just means that you're gonna be able to make another movie, ugh. Well, from me, from the music of Bright Brown, Laughingstock, whatever name they go by, let's all do this one more time. Till then!